Like, what's something this year that you took for granted that was just there, you know, was just always there for you, whether it was a body function, whether it was a person, you know, a relationship, um, whether it was a certain talent or skill that you have uh, that brought in, you know, you know, money or passion or whatever. Like, what's, what's your little thing that maybe you don't put a lot of attention towards in terms of being grateful for it? Gratitude is the best medicine possible. And I really learned that this year health-wise going through this, this concussion that really fucking sucked. But like, I wouldn't be so grateful for the little things my body can do now. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. So I am in LA Super happy to be back in LA with my bestie, staying at her place. And on the flight here, I did a really powerful exercise, or it was very powerful for me. Um, I did a reflection on 2021, and I set major focus points for 2022. And it was very fulfilling. It was really fulfilling than anything I've ever done. It was more fulfilling than anything I've ever done because I went month by month and I pointed out what was like the main emotion due to like the main thing that happened that month that impacted me most. Was it a person? Was it a thing? Was it an event? Was it, you know, a tragedy? Was it heartbreak? And I did that for every month of the year. And it was so fulfilling because it was like this emotional roller coaster of an experience, but it brought so much gratitude to me in the sense that I think we get so carried away in seeing so many people's highlight reels and wanting to suppress our own challenges and frustrations and heartbreak and pain because it doesn't seem normal enough to flaunt and share. So we hide it right? And we suppress it. We don't really want to feel it or look at it. And doing this exercise, I was just putting everything out in my face. And it was really cool because what, in my opinion, what we learn most from and what we get the most appreciation from are the the challenges, are the struggles, are the shit, are the injuries, are the heartbreak, are the pain, the tragedies. Like, you know, that's what that's what impacts us most. And that's what makes us appreciate the other parts about our lives. And we need more of that appreciation because we can take so much for granted. And that's something I really learned personally this past year is how much I take for granted when it comes to my health. And, you know, seeing that so many people now don't have their taste and, and going through the concussion I went through this this year that started in March that that changed my daily living for a while like 
I couldn't imagine going through those symptoms every day for the rest of my life, you know? And it really, now that I'm almost back to normal, now in December, December 31st, I feel like, like, holy shit. Like now I wake up in the morning and my vision is super clear and I'm like, yes, it's going to be a good day. (laughs) And it's just these little things, you know, the fact that I can work out and strength train again and actually sweat and push myself, which I couldn't do for six months. And some people just can't do that. Like, you know, and it, it doesn't matter what situation you're in. If you can't push yourself for the rest of your life, or if you do lose your taste for the rest of your life, like what are your little things that you're taking for granted? So I think I just want to start right there. Like what's something this year that you took for granted that was just there, you know, was just always there for you, whether it was a body function, whether it was a person, you know, a relationship, um, whether it was a certain talent or skill that you have, uh, that brought in, you know, you know, money or passion or whatever, like what's, what's your little thing that maybe you don't put a lot of attention towards in terms of being grateful for it. Gratitude is the best medicine possible. And I really learned that this year health wise going through this, this concussion that really fucking sucked, but like, I wouldn't be so grateful for the little things my body can do now. And if it, if it weren't for that. So it's just really interesting to see how like our biggest challenges teach us the biggest lessons and also bring about the greatest gratitude. And it's, it's good to reflect on, all right, what can I be more grateful for that I just haven't been? Um, so that was part one. And then the second part was just understanding what I want the next year to look like. And I gave myself an overall theme, which for me was more connection with people, more fun experiences, preferably with those people, but also on my own, and productivity in a shorter amount of time so that I can still work and improve my business and actually grow, but also have more of a life than I had the last year. And that means have, have more of a life so I can have more fun and connect with more people. So see how they all kind of intertwine. And it's these three main focuses of this overall theme where I can imagine it. You know, I could picture it. I could picture me, you know, smiling with friends around me or going to trying new foods and going on adventures, like traveling more, going on more trips, even if it's just a weekend trip, like whatever. Even if it's, you know, a weekend trip an hour away, like it's just... Just planning to go have fun, try new things with new people and feel the freedom to do it because I've been productive within these certain amount of hours. And if you can see it and you can feel it, it can happen. So I want you to kind of just get a feeling, like think right now, like what is your overall theme for the year? And maybe if you're listening to this relationship, really listening to this relationship, listen to this podcast, maybe it's you're thinking about your relationship and you're like, you know what, this, what I can see is heightened intimacy in my relationship. I see me and my partner. I see me and a partner. Maybe you don't have a partner yet, but you see yourself with a partner and you can see yourself just feeling in love, you know, and what you look, you're picturing yourself, what you look like feeling connected to this person romantically and having fun with them like maybe maybe going on awesome dates and getting really good at going on dates and and thinking outside the box you know something i helped a client go through um over the last few months was 
he was just always, he was getting bored with dating. And I was like, what, where are you going on these dates? And he said that he was going to restaurants and coffee shops and he was either always a bar slash restaurant or a coffee shop. And I said, is that what you like to do? Like with your friends or even by yourself? And he's like, no, it gets boring. And I was like, why are you bringing your dates there? Like you're showing the boring side of yourself by bringing yourself to places you think or bringing your date to places you think should be the dating spot when really that doesn't bring out the best side of you because you're not enjoying it and you're a fun guy. So like, where do you like to go where you actually enjoy yourself and that part of you comes out? And he was like, well, I like to go here. I like to do this. I like to go for long drives. I like to go like to this type of concert. I like to do this. And he had so many ideas like right off the bat. And I was like, those are your new date spots. <laughs> like, you know, take her to those places. Um, so he started doing that and he was like, wow, it's like really interesting how, how it is more fun now. And it's just so simple and silly. Like, why didn't I think of that? But we get so sucked into like what society tells us to do and what we, what we think life should look like. And we forget what we want it to look like. We forget to fight for what we want it to look like and trust that it can look like whatever we want it to look like. <laughs> it, it goes back to you and, and what are you doing for yourself? How do you feel about yourself when you're by yourself? And that's what's going to attract the best person to you. Like, start doing the things you love doing, and then you're going to attract the person who matches with those things. So I thought that was really, um, you know, that was really important too, to just like, what brings, what brings out the fun in you? You're never too old to have fun. And I want you to think about that right now. Like, what are you... What are you wanting to do for in your life for the new year? Just like fucking in your life. Like it doesn't even have to be about 2022, but like let's try to do it soon. So why not 2022? Like what have you been holding back on where you're like, you know what? This would be really fun, but like, yeah, I'm not, that's not for me. Like I can't do that. What are those things? Because this self-doubt in general has a lot to do with your confidence and your sexual confidence right? Because sexual confidence is like an extremely vulnerable part of you. To have sexual confidence, you need to, you need to be comfortable with yourself. You need to trust yourself and you can't doubt yourself. And that goes with day-to-day things too. So what are you holding back on that you want to be doing more of? And let's take it back to the relationship outlook too like if it's if it's like all right I could see myself being more intimate in the next year like that's what I'm really aiming for I'm aiming to be to have more of an intimate connection with women or my wife or my girlfriend my fiance what does that look like if you were more intimate with your partner like what does that look like and why aren't you doing it right now What's getting in the way of you connecting in that way? And this is the hard question, but if it is her and you're like, well, I've been trying to connect and I'm doing all that I can and she just doesn't want to. The hard question is how long are you going to live like that with a partner who doesn't want to try, with a partner who ignores your efforts or shuts down your efforts? How long can you live like that? And how long will you choose to live like that is really the question because you're choosing it right now. And for all you guys who complain that you never, 
get sex and that you, you know, you try this and you've been trying for 20 years and you're always shut down and she never has a conversation with you or is open to have a conversation with you and she doesn't want to make it work. What are you doing? Why are you in that relationship then? Seriously. What does it look like to fight for yourself from now moving forward? This doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Fighting for yourself does not mean you have to be an asshole. You need to be aggressive. But you need to be assertive. And you need to set boundaries. And you need to love yourself enough to do it. And follow through with it and maintain it. Another client of mine would always say, you know, I said, I always have been setting ultimatums and like, that's why I hate doing it. Cause I did it so many times in the past. And I'm like, what do you mean setting ultimatums about this thing? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, obviously you didn't maintain the ultimate. You didn't actually set an ultimatum. Otherwise you would have been out of there. Like, you know, you're, you're setting a boundary and you're not holding yourself or her to it. And that's why it's failing. That's why nothing's working. So it actually hasn't been an ultimatum or not a real one, at least, an efficient one. You know, you got to trust yourself. You got to do what's best for yourself. So overall, based on this whole rant, (laughs) the overall question is, what can you imagine doing for yourself in this year, in this new year? And what's one thing, let's just start with one thing, because if it's overwhelming, what's one thing you're going to change to get more of that? And try to make it specific. Like if you know your communication sucks with your partner and you're just like, oh, I could just see me like flowing with conversation with her. I just can see that, but I don't know what the fuck to do. Then either work with me, take one of my courses, or... Just give yourself one single step of, okay, you know, when she talks to me, I'm going to first, every time she says something that frustrates me, I'm going to immediately say, I hear you. This is how I feel about it. Blah, 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 blah. So in that sense, you're not going to walk away. You're not going to yell back, but you're going to start training yourself to tell her, I hear you. This is how I feel. And then explain how you feel. That is one step that you can use to be a more efficient, loving communicator. Empathetic communicator. Right? So that's just one thing. If you practice that one skill for this, the rest of this year, you will become a better communicator and you will gain the respect of your partner and other people that you use that with. It's, it's the consistency that matters. It's keep trying. But if you try something different every single time, you don't know what works. You don't know what you need to keep trying. You know? Because it's just like, oh, I tried that. How many times? Once. All right, then you didn't really fucking try it. <laughs> that's why when I work with clients, we work with 90 day. We work in a 90-day time frame because that's how long it takes to build a habit. And that's... That's how often you have to use a repetition, um, the repetition of a certain pattern or skill 
until it becomes natural, until it feels good for you and you feel really confident doing it. And you typically start seeing results in a matter of a few weeks if you're consistent. And then the final question, the final thing I want you to think about is what are you curious about? Think about like what you want to try that you keep putting off. Maybe you don't think you're good at it. Maybe you're afraid to try it. You know, I know there's a lot of you who are afraid to come out about fetishes to your partner and you're just like, oh, when am I going to tell her about this? Make this year the year you tell her. You know, I know there's a lot of you who are wanting to try BDSM and get into it, but you're both a little nervous. Look into it together. You know, start as little as possible and just try it out, especially if you both want to try it. Like, that's the best situation you can be in. I think it's great to even use this time to make goals with your partner if you do have a partner you know talking to them about like hey you know we should make a new year's we should make like a new year's sex goal what do you think it should be like make it light make it funny make it sexy if you're in that position i know some of you aren't but a lot of you guys are in the position to say something like that get her opinion you might be surprised what she what might come out of her mouth like what she'd be down to do But it doesn't necessarily have to do with, with a relationship because to enhance your sexual confidence, you want to enhance your overall confidence. And by increasing your overall confidence, you want to stop doubting yourself. So when you try things you've been wanting to try, you've been really curious about, you release more of that doubt and you lean more into the confidence. So whatever that thing is that you keep pushing off and you're like, oh, I always wanted to like try this or test this or have this conversation, just do it. Pull the Band-Aid off. Pull off the Band-Aid. <laughs> um, okay, so that's your exercise for today. The first step is going through month by month if you want to do like the just run through your head you know you don't have to like write this down you can if you want but like month by month what have the most powerful things been that impacted your life month by month in 2021 and or just go straight to the question of what have you been taking for granted and how can you show more appreciation for that on a regular basis because gratitude is the best medicine possible and then second what is what is your theme for 2022? Like I shared my theme, right, of connection and fun and productivity and less hours. That's my theme and I have a visual that goes with it. What's your theme? What can you see yourself doing that's, that's different? What are you going to lean into? What's the overall picture? Having a visual and a feeling behind the visual is really, really powerful. So test that out with 2022. Okay, you'd be surprised. Even just thinking about it once a day. And then thirdly, what are you going to try? What have you been really curious about that 
something new you want to try. And you may try it in January. Cool. Then you're done. Check. (laughs) But like get it out of the way. You know, make an effort to like really, really push for that. Because like I said, that gets rid of doubt and it increases confidence. Just by trying. It doesn't even have to go completely well, but you tried. And just trying increases your confidence. You'll see. I'm sure you've experienced that in the past. All right, guys. So this is my little recap and my push for you to just continue in the new year with with love and health and, and passion and really good energy and happiness and peace, relaxation. Um, and I wish all of you guys this stuff. And, and you know, shit's going to hit the fan too. And we can't expect to things, we can't expect things to be great just because it's January of a new year. But what we can do is have a clearer picture of where we want to go because we're that much more likely to get it then. So happy new year. Thank you so much for spending time on this podcast. Thanks for another year of being here with me. Um, this is just really, this is really fun. And I love to hear your, your feedback from this show and what you learn and what you take away from it. And I also love to hear that you guys binge it. And I'm like, what does that mean? And most of you will tell me, I start, I'm on, I'm on uh, episode four. And I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, I started yesterday. I'm on four. And I'm like, there's like 200 something. <laughs> what does that mean? You're on four. Are you going to leave? Like, first of all, four probably sucks because it was like four years ago. <laughs> I can't even listen to four. Oh my God. I, I like don't, when you create stuff, I don't know if you, I mean, you guys probably feel this too, but like if you have work that you've done years ago, it's like you cringe looking at it, right? Cause you're just like, oh, it's so shitty and horrible. <laughs> That's like how I feel about my episode four. I don't know. Episode four. I, maybe it's a great episode. Maybe it's one of my best and whatever. I digress. All right, guys, that is it. Happy New Year. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. Talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember... Your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.